So they have these really unique, like, I've said this in other episodes, but to me, like, I don't know if the mic can pick it up, but in person without a nail, it almost sounds like fucking like, if you've ever been out in the forest and there's like a lot of birds all chirping at once, it sounds like a ton of birds kind of like chirping with like a stream babbling. It's like, you know, I mean, it depends how high you are clearly, but you can get there. So one more time and then I'll stop doing this weird shit. But to me, the sound is interesting. I smoke a lot of weed. I'm with these pipes 24 seven making them. So let's do a little more, a little more on the sound here. Here's the 14 mil one more time. See if you can hear the birds. Sounds like birds fighting or some shit in a barn maybe. I don't know. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of the podcast. Today's going to be a fun day. we got a few different things on the table here. i got a couple unique pieces from Sunday Sale I want to show off, including a piece with a new style drain. Uh, we have the RBR spinner cap on the table because I want to talk about some stuff with this uh, a drop that we're doing on Thursday, but this podcast will come out a few days after this drop because we are doing an accessory drop this Thursday. It's going to be mostly RBR caps, but I might have a water spinning one. I'm not 100% sure yet. Also on the table, I got a 10 millimeter double diffused and a 14 millimeter double diffused. I'm gonna just be smoking these a bunch today and just doing little side-by-sides with them while we hang out together. But before we get into today's episode, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. Sign up for that newsletter. That way you can stay up to date on all of our drops, giveaways, and everything going on with Bear Mountain. And uh, also on there, we got like shirts, mood mats, and all that kind of stuff if you wanna support Bear Mountain Studios and the What's Bear Buddy podcast. That's a great way to do it. Um, but yeah, let's get right into today's episode. Smoking out some OGKB, um, one of those strains that was like really, really popping off in 2015. It was like one of those strains that was like impossible to get unless you were cool and I wasn't cool, so I could never get it. But nowadays I can get it because it's available to the public and dispensaries. But man, the OGKB back in the day was one of those super hype strains, but for all good reason, smoking it right now and it's like mega strong. It really is. And like the bag appeal on it, the shape of the buds to the resin, everything about it is awesome. So there's a reason it was so hyped up. Terp on it, for me, at least it's the, <coughs> the cut I have of it right now. It's very, very, very gassy, but it has like this like rubbery, kind of like burnt rubbery taste to it. And that doesn't sound like it'd be good this, or whatever, but it is. It is good when you smoke it. Weed's weird like that. Flavors you wouldn't normally like, you're like, oh, why would you want to smoke that? But then you smoke it, you're like, why do I like that so much? Yeah, but um, no, it's OGKB is fire. And then as far as the hash we have on the table today that we're going to be smoking on, we have some um, sour cookies from Peace Within Hash, and we got more of that sour papaya. So we're just going to be getting into some rosins today. Got to do an episode where we smoke a bunch of fucking diamonds or BHO or something. We've been just raging on rosin the last, like, I don't know four or five months but need to get some more bho up in here because i'm not biased i'll smoke it all as long as it's good and well like you know good genetics grown good extracted good i'm not too particular on the type of extraction process used been smoking a lot of rosin lately love it but it's always fun to switch it up to the bho because i feel like sometimes bho is fucking stronger but maybe it's like anything if you're used to one thing and then you go to a different thing it just feels stronger who knows but I think BHO might be stronger just because 
or at least feels stronger in, in a dab just because of the way it's extracted. I wonder if it's like almost more concentrated because it has to like go through that column. It like dissolves all the resin glands and turns it into a soup. And then you pull off all the solvents and stuff and you end up with this concentrated form of THC. So I wonder if actually the THC content in, um, like BHO may be higher than rosin. I'm not too sure. Cause rosin is essentially just, you know, you're just using ice and water to remove the little trichome heads. And then you put them through a process where you press them and create that rosin. But maybe pressing them and creating the rosin is the concentration form. But to me, it's like almost just like pulling out more material out of it. It's not so much turning it into something that's even stronger where the BHO, it seems like, and I could be wrong. If there's any extractors watching this, I want to break it down for everybody in the comments. But I just feel like um, on a molecular level, the BHO may be more concentrated just for the fact that the way it's extracted. But I don't know. Could be wrong. I don't know a lot. I know some things. Um, but yeah, let's get into some dabs. I'm always smoking a little bit of joints in the beginning of these episodes. Now I'm trying to get right into the glass because that seems to be better. We seem to get into nice good tangents right when we get into the glass and just start smoking. So man, what do I want to smoke first today though? I'm thinking this uh, 10 millimeter mini double diffuse just because I don't own a clear one. So it's cool to have a chance to shred them because the clear ones hit different than the color ones. They all have their own little unique hits. The clears have like I just I mean they all hit like similar but like if you were to put all the pipes on the table like all my RBR variations like a fully colored double diffused and a clear double diffused and a fully colored 10 mil double diffused and a clear double diffused they'd all have their unique properties and how they hit <coughs> um I really think it has to do with like possibly the thickness of the glass or the thickness of the perks and stuff like that because on the colored stuff everything's just a little bit thicker so I think it might have something to do with that, but not 100% sure. Yeah, I'm actually using one of the caps today that we're going to be dropping, just testing it out. These newer ones are a little bit beefier. Um, they're all lathe made, so they're like real sharp and nice and airtight. I'm really proud of them. I mean, it's I've learned so much in the past couple weeks. Like every week I'm learning stuff on my lathe, but in the last couple weeks I've like learned a bunch of like little things that wouldn't be a big deal to like a customer, but as me as a glass blower, it's like, I'm learning how to do little techniques on my lathe that I would normally have to do by hand. So I'm integrating more and more of my process into the machine, which is really cool because I'm cranking super late nights still, but I don't feel as shitty as I used to. I used to like work super late nights and doing everything hand spun and like my arms are just up like this from eight in the morning to fucking three in the morning. And I just, I just literally feel like shit all the time. But now that I've been like doing a lot of process on the lathe, I still like assemble everything by hand but certain prep and shaping, and now I'm making the perks on the lathe, which is a huge deal, you guys don't even understand. Making them on the lathe, I can make them like ultra precise and exactly the same like every time. Um, and I just like that I'm able to like, I don't know, I'm moving more of my process into on the lathe and it's just, it's really making me feel good as like the person making it. Cause physically I'm feeling good, but mentally I'm feeling good. I'm like, God, like everything I'm doing is looking so crisp and clean every time right now. like my back's not killing me. I'm having a lot more fun blowing glass because like I have fun blowing glass every day, but after about 12 hours of anything, I don't care what it is, especially if there's some physical labor involved, it's hard to keep having fun. And at a certain point you're like, fuck dude, I'm tired. Like I'm over this. And the lathe has just been making it so fun. Cause I'm just like, God, I just want to get back out there and fucking drive that thing. I feel like I'm driving a truck or something. It has like the wheels on it and you're just fucking moving it. There's fire. You know, we all have the things we like and man, I am just, I really see myself in like 10, 15 years being like a, just a crazy lathe worker. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I just like reach like 
really high levels on the machine. But man, I learned so much even on that purple crunk piece that I made that big one we showed on the last episode, like learned so much on the lathe with that one. That thing was just, it was a, it was a teacher, a lot of complicated shit. These 10 millimeter double diffuse though have a reinforced uh, 12 hole gridded shower head in the base. And it's a 16 mil head. That's just the size of the actual shower head, 16 millimeters. And it has a 12 holes in it. So it's a six cuts and it has a dotted grid on each one. And that dot and separates the cuts, making each cut two, which the six cuts then become 12 holes. And then above that, there is a six slit disc. And that disc is there to just help that water stack. It gives the double diffuse its unique little pop and hit. Um, and honestly, in these 10 mils, like you wouldn't necessarily need that disc there to help stack water because it's so small, it's going to stride regardless. But like that little like extra hit right there, it's like a little turbocharger for the RBR. So, <coughs> man, yeah, I got a bunch of these going out right now, um, just from the last Sunday sale and everything we've been doing. Um, man, that that last Sunday sale is like nuts. Like crunk col there were some crunk collabs on there. There were some really expensive pieces on there. And it was crazy, like the, the really expensive pieces sold first. I mean, everything sold in like under two minutes, but like I was surprised at those expensive ones. I always am because like I'm very like, I don't know, I'm like funny about my work. Like I have friends that come over here. Like I had a friend come over and offer me $1,000 more than the Kronk collab sold for ahead of time he offered me. And like, I was like, no, I was like, I gotta like um, try to keep it semi-fair and put something on my website. And I was like, that's a lot of money and this and that. And he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, you're like underselling yourself. He's like, this is worth more. And I'm like, I'm sure it is. But I was like, I'm like, I'm just funny about things. I'm not trying to undersell myself, but I'm trying to be like aware. And I, anytime I put a price on something or sell something, of course, I think about all my time I spent, how hard it was. But that's not the first thing I think about. I think about the customer buying it and I go, if this was me, like how would I feel and like what type of price, what do I see here? And so I, I price things like that. And like I have friends sometimes like, oh, that's, you know, you're not charging enough. I'm like, dude, I could charge a million dollars for each thing, but then no one would be fucking smoking my glass. Like eventually like people just wouldn't be smoking it. It would just be put on a pedestal and looked at. And that's not the point. I want this shit used. Like it's like when people buy cars and they just park it and look at it. It's like, nah, use that thing. I know it's beautiful. I know it's expensive. I know you're scared to hurt it. Fuck it. Just use it. You're here. If you're lucky, you're here for fucking 60, 70 years. And if you're lucky, you have your car for maybe 10 nowadays, the way fucking cars are. So just use it, drive it, enjoy it. And that's what I want people doing with my glass. I want people actually using it. So I really want to try and keep most of my work in a semi um, accessible price range. You know, majority of the work I sell is between five and $800. I would say 70 maybe 60 to 70 percent of the work i sell is between 500 and 800 dollars you guys see a lot of expensive pieces you see me selling pieces for a thousand dollars all day but the majority of glass i'm producing is in the more affordable price range i'm just not posting all that glass i'm not posting all the clear i'm like look at all these clear pieces i'm just making them and getting them to the customers um but yeah it's it's one of those things I feel like people don't even realize. It's like if people if people if people aren't smoking your glass and posting it, it's gonna be hard to build up. Um, okay, Dabrite. Someone just gifted me a Dabrite. Shout out to Definitely Baked and um, Third Coast Teddies. Uh, when my wife was in the hospital and we were going through a tough time, these guys uh, dropped this off at the studio. 
um, while Cormac was out here working his little gift for us. And yeah, it's pretty sweet. I'm starting to get used to it. It's definitely a little different than the turpometer. Um, with the t really tall pieces I make with long neck nails, the neck isn't quite long enough to reach, but it's perfect for like the mini doubles and the regular double diffused. When, when I say big pieces, I'm talking about these like tall boys. Um, oh, I should probably scoop some hash up, huh? On the dab right, I found that I like to take the dabs at like 500. Uh, my friend's like, you gotta take them at six. And I'm like, no, you can, you can take them at six. I'll take them at five. I'm not trying to have spicy dabs. Even five sometimes is a little warm. Oh, it's a fresh nail. Look at that, it looks like super low temp and nice. That was the sour cookies <coughs> from Peace Within Hash. Tastes so similar to like <coughs> this shit I used to grow back in the day. I used to grow uh, the Girl Scout cookie form cut and I used to grow animal cookies. And then I would give them to the homie and he'd process them together. And when they were mixed together, it kind of tastes like this. Has that like, um, See, the thing about, like, cookie strains is, like, people say cookies, and you taste it, and, like, not everyone's going to taste cookies, but I feel like a lot of people, what they will taste is that, like, creamy, like, salty, buttery, buttery flavor, and in that salty, creamy, buttery flavor is where you have to really, like, focus your terpene sensors and find some of those cookie notes, because that, like, buttery saltiness is, like, kind of what the base of the cookie, I feel like, terpene is when you're trying cookie strains, is you're getting that, like, warm, buttery, salty kind of, like terpene in the og that's a little like different and I, I would say unique to the cookie strains so i've always been a fan of cookies i haven't been a fan of cookies because of hype or anything like that it's just the terpene that i really do enjoy i love ogs anything that's like that og family so it's like that really like strong gassy heavy terp but then i like the variants like the sfv og at least the cuts i've had of the sfv are like very like bright vibrant like a little citrus but i would never call it citrus i would just call it like like a tropical og or something it's like not even like fruity or anything it's super gas but it's like this mega vibrant gas it's like open your eyes like wake you up like caffeine gas whereas like you know certain cookie strains or certain things that have got that maybe warmer buttery like heavy terp is a way more like you know couch lock knock you down but you know, terpenes and flavor profiles are always going to be different for everyone, but I really do enjoy talking about them on the podcast. I hope you guys like it too. I try to do it a lot in between the dabs and the glass. Um, but yeah, this mini double diffused right here, they absolutely shred. I'm going to do a couple dry pulls on it. Uh, we're going to have more of these at the next Sunday sale and clear and probably a few colored ones. I'm trying to get some more colored 14s out and honey jars and other stuff. It's just every time I go to like do this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this now some weird personal life shit happens and then it's like oh no you need to buckle down and just crush so but yeah a couple dry pulls on this bad boy real quick just check out some of that function there's only a little fucking reclaim ball in there absolutely shreds i would say like start with one of my 10 mils they're the more affordable and like you'll be able to enjoy the function and 
like if you've never had my work try one of the 10 mils either the micros or the mini double diffuse i mean even like these mini double diffuse are fucking stable too dude like they like this is the rbr water spinning cap usually these can hold these yeah so i mean yeah they can hold they can hold the big heavy caps that's a whole fucking rig it's holding. It was just holding. Shot a little water down here, though, because I just filled that thing with fresh water, and I got a little bit in the bottom part. But I got it out now. It's just right here in the now. Man, I kind of want another dab on this mini double fuse. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to take too many dabs today, too, because I think I'm going to smoke this crunk collab, too, because the owner, like, was down for me to smoke it and sesh it. So I'm probably going to take some dabs on that. But first, we're just going to, like, look at these uh, clear double diffuse and take some dabs on them. Let's hit the 14 mil real quick. And then we'll just do a little side-by-side -side with the 10 and 14. Also, hope you guys are doing well today. And if you're not doing well, hopefully I'm helping distract you just for a little bit. You can find some peace for a minute. Um, that's how I, what I do with podcasts. I swear, all day throughout the day, distracting myself from shit. Just trying to stay busy. Trying to keep the mind occupied. Because shit... Shit's been wild lately, and I've like even my employees have like been asked like, "What's up? What's going on?" I'm like, "Dude, I don't even like want to be specific about the things that are going on because we're all going through shit. Like every person on this fucking planet is going through something. So like for me to even like sit there and like be specific and break it down for people, to me it's like it's a mute point. It's like we're all going through shit. And one thing we have to be careful of as people is uh, comparing what we're going through to what someone else is going through." Because um, there could be someone out there that maybe like stubs their toe and fails their test and their parents are upset with them. And maybe that's the worst thing that's ever happened to them in their whole life. And they're devastated. They're depressed. They're sad. And they come and tell you about it. And you just look at them and they're like, my dad just died. I lost my job. I got like, you start as bad as you feel is as bad as they feel like feelings and emotions are they're the same no matter how bad it is for one person to another person. We experience emotion the same way. So my point is someone that may not experience as much hardship as you doesn't mean they don't feel a similar level of pain and emotion. So everybody's going through shit, so I try not to be too specific. But lately, man, I've been working hard to distract myself because shit has been wild. But I keep telling my wife that just means something big and good's about to happen. And lots of good things are happening simultaneously. The, the kiddo is happy and healthy. We have amazing people supporting our dream. I mean, the list goes on. So maybe this is just yin and yang. Maybe this is just the, the world balancing itself. I got too many gifts. You know, I got to get slapped around a little bit here. But, um, you know, that's to me, it's all just a test, which is the only way I can look at it to really get through a lot of things is feeling that I'm, you know, kind of like practicing and working hard towards something. All these challenges I get through are just a new test to see if I'm capable. And if I'm capable of a accomplishing or getting through or overcoming that challenge then my goodness i'm capable of handling bigger responsibility and bigger you know dreams basically holy shit this fucking smoothie my wife made me is really good it's really helping most of the time i come into these podcasts i just work i'll work out my trainer for an hour come home get studio ready and then boom we're in the podcast so most of the time i'm just fucking starving delirious feeling like shit but today i feel calm collected i feel good um and i'm grateful for that because i have a lot of work ahead of me today and uh just being in the right mindset sometimes is the most you know 
powerful tool you can have when at work, you know, cause you could have like a beautiful studio with all the tools, but if you don't feel motivated, you don't feel happy, you're not stoked on it. Even with all the tools in the world, if the mindset ain't right, you're not going to get anything done. But yeah, definitely feeling, feeling pretty good today. And I'm going to try and ride that wave and feel good as long as I can. Cause God embrace it. All right. 14 millimeter double diffused here. Whoa, there's a lot of water in that right now. It's kind of wild feeling. It's like really rub belief. <coughs> this is what I smoke daily. This is my 14 mil double diffuse. This is my piece. Um, the reason I love the 14 millimeter double diffuse is the height and the volume of water. I tell a lot of people start with the 10 mils because most people are used to, or used to like a lower volume of water. <coughs> most of us holy shit most of us were taught at least in the weed and marijuana like pipe smoking game that you want the water just above the perk so when people are buying like my big 14 mil rbrs like i'll see sometimes i'll message them like you gotta fill that fucker up with some water dude i'll see him put the water just above the perk i'm like you're not gonna get any funk it's not gonna do anything it's just gonna be a fun bubbler at that point once been water so I tell people to start with the tens because it's a little bit easier transition until you get used to these ones with more water. But the more water doesn't mean drag or more work. No, not with the perk that's in there. The more water is just like a different experience. I love it. It's what I prefer. So I mostly smoke my 14 mil double fuse. That does not mean it's my favorite RBR. It's just the one that <coughs> I currently prefer. I've gone through phases like... Cormac has been here almost three years and there's been all different phases for months where we're only smoking a micro or we're only smoking a standard or like, you know, you know, whatever the variant is like we smoke all of them and each one gets like months of like hardcore use. But lately I've been on this 14 mil double diffuse kick. It's just, it's just perfect for me. I should really clean this now. Uh, man, the 10 mil and the 14 mil, you can tell they're related when you smoke them. Like you can tell they're from the same family but the difference in volume of water really gives a different experience. The 14 mil double diffuse is what the RBR design, I think, overall over the years that has been the most like shocking for people when they actually hit one because it doesn't hit how you think it's going to hit. Whereas the standard is like, oh, that hits really nice, chug, shreds, whatever. But there's something that, about the double diffuse and how it functions with the disc that is one of those things when people pull on it and go, oh, that's different. And then when you smoke it, you're like, okay, that's definitely different. Like, and it's not for everyone, um, but a lot of you folks seem to really enjoy them. And it makes me feel good because I enjoy them too. Uh, all right, so that's clean enough. I'm going to put these like side by side and we'll just kind of like pull on them and just see like their drain function, maybe a little bit of the sound and just all those little, little things. So I'm going to pull this movement up. Just going to move a couple things. I'm probably going to move this mic a little bit. All right, bear with me, folks. I need a sip of my smoothie. Okay, sweet. Okay, so, I mean, height. I mean, they're they're not like hugely different in height. The these are about seven inches usually, and these are anywhere from like. 
eight and a half to nine and a half. Um, especially this is this is mine, so this one's a little bit older. But yeah, I mean they're pretty close in height, but you can see they're just like the same piece, but just one's just a little smaller, smaller joint, smaller perk. The 14 mil double diffuse has a um, 24 hole gridded shower head perk in it, whereas this has a 12 hole. So you're, there's a double the amount of holes. It's a bigger perk. The disc's the eight slit. The disc in this one is a six. So the perk overall has more like cuts and slits in it on the big guy than the little one. But the design itself is the same like design, but man, are their hits different but similar. All right, so we'll pull on these just for a second. Hopefully I'm doing an okay job fucking explaining this. I get so fucking stoned on this fucking podcast. It's ridiculous. Um, all right. So here's the 14. And then the 10. Then we can even like bring these up to the mic right now. We can just do this thing like we did that one episode, you know? Like on the other side of it. We got this. Sweet. There's the 14 with some marbles ringing in there. Then this is the 10. So see, they sound similar. Oh man, we should pull the nails out because honestly, they sound way different. Like at least like just the sound, not so much the function or anything without the nails in because nails have kind of like a pretty standard like diameter for that tube the little noodle that goes down onto the joint all right here's without the fucking nails these are gonna sound different now that was the 14 here's the 10 it's gonna sound like a little jet engine and then here's the 14 again so they have these really unique like I've said this in other episodes, but to me, like, I don't know if the mic can pick it up, but in person without a nail, it almost sounds like fucking like, if you've ever been out in the forest and there's like a lot of birds all chirping at once, it sounds like a ton of birds kind of like chirping with like a stream babbling. It's like, you know, I mean, it depends how high you are clearly, but you can get there. So one more time and then I'll stop doing this weird shit. But to me, the sound is interesting. I smoke a lot of weed. I'm with these pipes 24/7 making them. So, let's do a little more a little more on the sound here. Here's the 14 mil one more time. See if you can hear the birds. Sounds like birds fighting or some shit in a barn maybe. I don't know. Fourteen mil is really faint, but the 10 mil usually is a little Oh yeah, it's in the 10 mil. It's definitely the 14 mil does it too, but the 10 mil is just like you can hear it, but yeah. They shred. That's the point though, right? That could have been a pointless like three minutes of me just going off about what sounds are, but who cares, right? If we're here, hopefully you guys are high enough already. I am, clearly. All right, put the nails back in. I'm taking two dabs, really awesome dabs of that fucking sour cookies, but I think it's time to smoke some of that sour papaya. And, um, Trying to think if I want to smoke these double diffuse a little bit more. Kind of want another dab on this 10 mil double diffuse just because I don't have one of these clear ones. This one's sweet. 
All right, take one more hit on this bad boy. And then I want to smoke this crunk piece. And then we're going to talk about this like newer style, like drain I'm playing around with. It's pretty fun. And um, some of the sun, it's out pieces and the cool colors we got right there. But yeah, one more on this 10 mil. Cause I feel like we're just getting started. I feel like, I don't even know. I feel like I've only been doing this for like five minutes, but maybe it's just like comfy today, you know? Yeah, we didn't get to do the dad cast because unfortunately everything that happened, my wife in the hospital and everything, the day we were going to film that, uh, we were in the hospital and my wife was having surgery. So, uh, but he'll be back out and we will do an episode. Um, and gosh, let me tell you, when life gets fucked up with things, that's like why we're still doing another solo. Like I had a guest that was supposed to be on the episode after my dad's episode and then he ended up having to go back to I don't know where he's actually located right now but he had to go back to the state he's working out of but yeah I'm gonna get more guests on here you guys seem to enjoy the guest episodes and the conversations because when there's a guest here like they bounce ideas off me it's fun but I really honestly enjoy doing my solo episodes because I feel like I get to just like really think about the pieces I made I get to like reflect on the work and uh, just talk about function because there's not too many people that want to talk about function so I'll just talk to myself about it and then film it. Um, most glass blowers I meet, they actually more just have like questions and they're not like want to shoot ideas about how things would function. So, yeah. That'd be a cool podcast though is to have someone on like Siren Apparatus or someone that's like really techy with it. Um. Oh, what's that one guy, Robert Mickle? He's a uh, liquid glass art. I might be saying his first name wrong. I'm not sure. I've never met him, or maybe I met him once years ago, like 2015. But yeah, his work is insane. I'd love to have that dude on too. Um, there's some guys out there that just I can see that like they have like crazy concepts for function. I'm like, we should just sit down and like with a whiteboard, just like talk about function, how we think things would function. And um, it would just be cool to pick each other's brain. That might be a cool podcast or a segment or something to do. Or just have an episode like that on the What's Better Everybody podcast. I don't know. Got to find the right people, though, folks. And I need to find time to be a better friend and connect with people. Because any person I ever meet, we almost have time to connect. And then it's just like, I'm just too busy. Like, life is too fucking crazy. My cat has diabetes and shit. I don't even know what's going on. It's just too much sometimes. Got baby. It's wild. And I'm up. I'm always awake. So I am like just fucking crazy. Like, too hot. Thanks, Dab, right? This thing is sweet for these smaller pieces. When we take a dab on the crunk, I'll show you what I mean about it being like a little bit. This neck isn't quite long enough to get like a super accurate reading like this, where you can have it really flat, pointed right at the spot where I'm going to put the dab. These are sweet little uh, setups, though. I heard their batteries last for a super long time. <laughs> even though the turbo meter it charges like in fucking 10 minutes though but i have like different ones now we can start like looking at these different products and reviewing them i've really enjoyed the turbo meters for as long as i've had it it's been really nice it's worked really well for me a lot of people say the temps are off on them and maybe they are but once you find your favorite temp on your turbo meter you could just put a little piece of tape on it that says like you know like 498 that's the best temp on this unit like other units might be 550 
think it really depends. Is it in the way? Sick. Let me move that. Boom. And we'll finish today's episode with probably like a double dab or something on the RBR spinner cap. And maybe we'll do it on the mini double so it's just obnoxious. 600 degrees. That's not my time. I'm waiting. I'm not trying to get spicy at all. It's no fun. I found that I've been smoking using this and I've been taking the dabs at like 500. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm taking it. This is more accurate with the temperature maybe. Um, cause I have been getting stoned, but not as uncomfortably stoned from the hash. So there was like a fucking month or two there where I was starting to get like anxiety attacks from the hash. I was like, holy shit, this shit's strong. Now I'm just like, oh, this shit's dope. Like I feel good now again. It's crazy what temperature does to either potency or the way the shit hits you. I'm not even sure how to explain it, but just temperature, your fucking nail. It's wild how much that affects everything. From the flavor to the high, everything. Oh, this is a little lower than I wanted to go. That's okay, I'm not complaining. Too low. That was like 498 on this unit. Actually, I think like five fucking, 515. I'm still learning it. I just got this, so I'm starting to figure it out. Oh, wow, that sour papaya is so strong, though. I don't care who we are. What the fuck? (coughs) 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 The fuck? (coughs) Wow, that reheat, though. Wow, that's really something. Fuck, Dave. Hopefully everyone that watches this episode is someone that's been here a while, because I think a new person will be like, what is happening? That's how I always feel, and then I watch them back, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't horrible. (coughs) 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 Oh, my God. (coughs) Terps. Holy shit. Well, that sour papaya, I haven't smoked it in a few days. Took a little break from it because it mega strong. But, man, I think it's the terpenes or something that get me on that. That shit is just intense. The terps are like vanilla papaya. I don't get a lot of sour. I get, like, vanilla fucking cake batter papaya oh my god it's like so overwhelming it does not taste like rosin it tastes like like a batter or something but it's just oh my god my hands are cold and i'm putting them on my eyes and it feels way better try it okay i'm good that shit is really strong though i'm not gonna take another dab of that right now i'm gonna smoke probably something else because that is like a lot for me. So maybe we'll talk about glass before I take any more dabs. I'm just gonna set this over here. Okay. You ever just take a dab and you feel like your like circulation in your arms gets fucked up? Like you're like, is the blood pumping into them? I can't tell. All right. Very cool fade right here. Um, this is one I've been wanting to see for a minute. And I was like, Cormac. Fade these colors out so I can sleeve crushed opal over it and make some really cool tubing. So this is lemon drop and royal jelly. And it's that like that yellow and purple. A lot of people are like saying they get that Lakers vibes. And I'm like, oh, shit, of course I see it. Um, but then I did the crushed opal over it. Gives it a whole another dynamic. You're probably not going to be able to see the crushed opal in this video, but we'll post pictures of it and shit. 
Um, so in the past, I've done drains similar to this on collabs, the big Z collabs. I've done a couple where there's like this two, like it's like a circle and there's like an opal in the middle. Well, originally this was supposed to be that, but I've been trying to like shrink down the size of everything a little bit. Cause I've been getting a little fucking wild in here. So I'm trying to like just a little bit, like shave everything down just a tiny bit. And, um, when I did that, I made this can and it was so pretty and perfect, <coughs> but it, then I made these drain sections and I was like, Oh shit. Like it's going to be so hard to like get a nice tornado here and here and fit the opal there once I put it all together. So like I like bent all the tubing and like did this like almost rectangular, like double intake into a smaller drain and it worked out really, really well. I really like it. It's different and that's why I like it and it functions really, really well because it feeds an incredible amount of water into this bottom drain, making it just whip. And um, they are banked, so I don't know if you're going to be able to see, maybe. So with drains, like you bank them into like whatever direction you want the water to flow. So these are like both going like, so it's spinning the water. They're working together with the water. They're not fighting each other. So it's like, they're both kind of banked into the correct direction to work together and not against each other, which makes that spin really, really heavy. Wow. That sour papaya dude. What the fuck is, I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's weed. That's like, that's like DMT or some shit. I don't even know, dude. That is crazy. Like my face right now feels like I'm billion pounds. Like it just, just wants to fall forward. I'm telling you, my goodness. Um, I really like what the lemon drop and Royal jelly did when they faded through the sections though, they created like these like orange and pink hues. It's just in person. It's ultra unique. The way this color looks like anything in glass because the way light and like cameras and things pick up, it's sometimes tough to capture the true colors that your eyes are actually seeing. So I'm going to pull on this. We'll show some function on this piece. Obviously I'll stop talking about it, but um, I'm really stoked how it's turned out. Okay. I'll probably just show it from the back. Probably be the best way. Cause that's, that's what you guys want to see. And then we can turn it and show the bubbles from the front, but. my angle I can actually see the fucking tornado from the top and it looks crazy when it's starting um, it's really trippy so that's kind of a cool visual from like the person smoking it so we'll do kind of like a side profile if you're just trying to do a cool video on your your Instagram or something oh shit is there a mic right there what the fuck where'd that come from So you can get that nice, like, you can get all, like, the whole, like, front stacking plus the double drain. And let me clarify, not a double drain. Double vortex. This is one drain. This is just one elaborate drain. That's it. It's one path. For it to be a double drain, in my opinion, it would have to be splitting the path. Like, you know, like these guys. Like, both these pieces. Both are 
like they've got a double drain on the bottom because or you know what i don't know if that'd still be a double drain because it starts at the same one point one starting point but two ending points one drain two paths i would think for it to be a double drainer like i've done this in the past i've done drains where there's like literally like the starting point from the top of the drain there's actually multiple drains on the piece so i think it's kind of like a waste of time argument and even to talk about it anymore but i think it's really up to your perspective and what you think a double drain is but i just call these like double vortex or like triple doubles this is still a triple double um this is just a triple double with like a dual in intake on the lower part of the drain which is uh pretty unique and fun with the function and uh i think i'll probably do more of these like this maybe we'll see this actually was like really hard and took a bit of extra time I'm a little bit of a perfectionist with certain things and just wanted to make this drain as like perfect as I could. And man, to get those bends and everything as sharp and as tight when you're, when you're getting large, thick glass and bending it and making like tight spots, it can be challenging to keep it all smooth. Um, so I really took my time with this. So it took a bit of extra time, but I'm really stoked how it came out. Really stoked. I'm exhausted. Can hear it in my voice and um i just can't hide it i'm fucking tired guys i've been raging been working like a crazy person sweet let's uh look at this color before we take any more dabs i need to chill for a minute that's our pie just like i forgot why i took a little break from it shit is like so strong it's ridiculous okay let's look at this piece um so this one right here is really unique because I think we found out how to make royal jelly if we don't have royal jelly because there's no royal jelly in this piece this piece the foot this is all royal jelly down here on this piece this is not there's no royal jelly in this piece so just to show you how like close they are in color and in person it's pretty tough to distinguish like oh it's royal jelly on both of those no only this one's royal jelly this is something else so Still requires expensive colors to make this royal jelly looking color. But what we have here is a gold ruby blue stardust fade with blue slime behind it. So it's like over blue slime. That blue slime turned that fucking gold ruby into royal jelly, um, which is pretty cool. And then when you put blue slime behind blue stardust, it makes like a almost more royal blue meta like a dark meta or almost like a dark moonstone with sparkles in it because stardusts have all the metallic flake in them. And then I sleeved crushed opal over the whole thing, which makes it all sparkly. And it pops so hard on the purple because um, purple is a nice dark background. So it makes the opal pop extra hard because it's like having like a dark cloth behind it. And then that lets all the light hit the opal and you don't lose any of the light going into like, you know, a an open area or I don't know a non-dark surface it's just when you put opal over any darker color it pops harder than a transparent color so both these colors are pretty dark and uh, I'm just really stoked how this piece turned out and this is actually the person that scooped it I won't say what but they're doing something really special with this piece and I'm excited to see just the story behind it because then I can share things on Instagram I think there's gonna be a really awesome story behind that piece but that was sold at our most recent Sunday sale. All right. <clears throat> well, you know, I got to take a dab on this piece because 
She just tried so hard, and I think the Pelican's going to be here today for it, so probably have to get her all set to go home. But, wow, I know we talked about it last episode. I'm sorry for you on, folks. I've literally been awake forever. Like, since we got out of the hospital, literally, I, I posted. I was like, I'm going to work like a crazy person or an animal or whatever the fuck. I don't even know what I said. I made some promise to myself, and I have been fucking keeping up with it, but my body and my mind is like, whoa, dude, um, you might need to sleep. And I might need to sleep soon because I'm 31 now, I guess. And it's just, I'm not old or anything. I'm not even in my prime yet, but I'm at the point where my body's like, hey, this is probably a bad idea. Take a break. Chill out. And I don't want to take a day off, but I might need to go to bed by midnight some of these nights because I have been fucking raging. But it's because so much crazy shit's happened that I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck's going to happen next? Like, I gotta fucking be ready for the fucking world to end. Because at this rate, like, it's like every fucking day. But then also, there's gifts every day, too. Try to be aware of that and not be so much of a pessimist sometimes. Which I'm not. I'm grateful, grateful for everything I have. Just, whoa. Shit's been wild, so I've been up extra late. So I'm sorry for yawning and being so kind of, like, raspy and tired. Yeah, and looking down so much. I've been barely looking at the camera today. I'm just like still like, ugh. Sorry about that camera. Other camera. Whichever one is going to be in this shot. Man, I love this piece so much. The function on this one is just so dialed. It is aggressive. And I'm really stoked I get to smoke it on the podcast and show you guys before it goes out. I'm just really stoked on this piece. Clean her up and do one more. Look over, make sure she's all set to go. But I've been looking at this thing for a week. I'm, and now I'm just like, man, I wonder how much Crunk would charge me to just send me some of this prep for a Percy piece. Because this prep is so cool. I don't know. It just There's certain colors and shapes and shit that I guess just like give you certain like feelings. I don't want to say vibes because I feel so like funny saying that I feel weird I don't know but it gives me those like vacation vibes and like like Caribbean vibes I don't know it's cool and I like pieces of glass that give you like a feeling or any sort of art really oh shit what what am I doing right now I feel like where's the smoothie oh it's back here it's like I need some sustenance I feel I'm about to fuck keel over I'm not sleeping much, and I'm fucking powerlifting in the mornings for an hour. I'm going to die. <laughs> Dude, it's ridiculous. But but I feel really good, really, but really, really tired. Very tired. But I feel better than I ever have. Years ago, I felt like shit when I was grinding like this. I was literally fucking dying. But now, now I'm just like, oh, I'm exhausted. Well, now I'm not like, oh, what are all these pains? I know what the pains are from. It's from fucking picking up all that heavy shit and putting it down. Okay, so now you're going to see what I mean. Like, we got to get, like, it's not going to hit it, like, in the exact spot where it's, like, super hot. Like, I prefer it to be, but, you know, it's just, what can you do? You lift it up, and then you check it's too hot. We'll check it again in a minute. Okay, see, I can't even turn on the triple meter. Where this is one button, I just press, which is that's a benefit for me. Oh, Jesus, I turned it on. Okay. 
let's let's check these temperatures side by side and we'll see who we trust i'm really interested here because we can run them both we can do one of these and then people still comment what do you heat what's that thing that's heating up your nail this is not heating up the nail this is just checking the temperature in the most obnoxious way possible because okay yeah they're they're about 50 degrees in difference so I like taking my dabs on the turbo meter at about 460 so actually and like 475 460 so that means on this it really should I should take it at 510 515 for science I'm not, I'm not doing it not taking that 600 degrees, bro. Oh my god, that sour papaya is still though. Like my body's like, dude, are you sure? That sour papaya was really something. All right. Oh, looks a little spicy. Not really. Oh, I'm shaky. <laughs> I think I think I inhaled some of that. Just a little too much THC before 12 p.m. But <clears throat> what can you do? You gotta do your job, you know? Go to work, get it done. We're getting it done right now. And I love my job. <coughs> Sometimes <coughs> it's a lot of THC before hearty breakfast. And after you haven't slept much and been just lifting a lot of heavy stuff. Because the weed exacerbates or lets you know if anything funny is happening. It'll be like, hey, you need to eat or hey, you need to sleep. The weed will really let you know. But fear. <coughs> <coughs> but <coughs> I'll say, I don't have any anxiety right now. I feel pretty great still. I just feel like I did a lot of weeds. Um, a lot of them. So let's just do a couple dry pulls on this now. This has been smoked since last night. So she's dumping crazy bubbles. I'm sure you saw it went to her dad, but we'll pull on it again. All right. Let's move a couple things. Oh, I can't pull much more than that because I'll tell you what, my lungs are like, bro, are you kidding me right now? I said, probably, that's not, probably not happening. There's no way. Can't do that to me. That's not. I got so much work to do. No way. Nope. I'm not doing it. See, I need a co-host. I need someone else that can smoke some fucking hash, because I can't be doing all the heavy lifting. Can't do it. I need some help over here. Well, that's good. That's a limited edition pina colada liquid IV. That's good. Let's try it out. Dude, we're gonna have so many clips of me talking about liquid IV by the end of this, like that we could probably send them a, 
a one minute video of me just saying good things about liquid IV, but so high. They're like, this guy is like fucking on drugs, like trying to sell our product. What is happening? I'm going to get sued. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to be like, I'm just, I'm not trying to make a bad name for liquid IV. I just thought about that. Terrifying. Okay. <laughs> now the anxiety is coming in that I was talking about, but the weed, that's now too much happened. All right. I'm just kidding. So, man, I'm excited about this RBR cap drop, though. I made a handful. I also have, like, a couple sneaky collab ones in there. A couple crunk collabs. And I think might even be a big Z one in there. But I'm excited to uh, to do it and see if people scoop them. And if they do, maybe we'll start doing, like, once a month accessory drop. But now that we're getting the accessories back up and going, like, we're starting to crank through, like, our list, we have like this old list of people that like ordered, not paid, only a couple of people that paid, but we've got those shipped now. But man, it was like just people that were on a customs list and I took a break from customs and like they're still on there. So I want to like honor it for the most part with the accessories. And so we're just, now we're starting to reach out to everyone and be like, hey, do you still want this? Like we're working through the accessory list. So, but yeah, so there's people that have been on there for like a year and a half. Just like waiting for the day, we'll hit them up and be like, hey, we can make this if you want to send a deposit or whatever. Holy shit, though. You guys ever just, you know, smoke really strong hash and, sorry about that, hit the mic. And then it's like, then you're like really stoned because that's what's happened to me. That's like the process right there. It's pretty simple. Wow. And I might have a, maybe a water spinning RBR cap. I haven't decided if I want to drop one yet. Because I feel like when I drop one of the RBR water spinning caps, I want to drop it with two Evan Shore nails and like a matching cap and like as a whole set and like a Pelican and whatever. And my wife tell keeps telling me stop trying to rush stuff, just like wait till you have time. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. So probably won't have it, but like I want I want to, but I gotta get the nails and shit first. But I'd like to do like a little drop of them just for fun for like hardcore collectors, even if they never use them, just like have this cool little case with like these nails and this like unique novelty cap that spins water and you can stab through it. Just silly, but it's fun. Oh my God. I'm sorry. My body, I think it's shutting down. I don't know what's happening. I might have to fucking eat food and then take a nap or something. It's been crazy. Growing up is wild. And I blow glass all day. It's a blessing, but holy shit. Whew. Okay. You know what? I think I just want to smoke my joint. Um, where are we even at, Aisha? 55? Oh my god. Well, we fucking... We, like, did it. We did an episode. I'm proud of myself, guys. I'll be real with you. I've been working my butt off. I'm exhausted. I've said it a thousand times on this episode because it's all my brain is telling me. But it's been a crazy couple weeks. I really appreciate everyone's support this last Sunday sale. It was nuts. Even the Crunk collab, like, sold. I was like, jeez. Like, this is crazy and um it's overwhelming all of it is it's really oh my god it couldn't all happen at a better time i'll tell you what like you know i just wish that a lot of people out there that support me that also work their asses off i wish they had some way to do that and also get to like just crushes like because some of us are stuck in jobs where we can only work when the job allows us to work you're allowed to work these eight hours or these six hours 
I just wish there was like opportunities that were like more accessible for people to crush harder if they wanted to. Cause I know there's a lot of people that watch this that would fucking crush so much harder if they had the opportunity. It's really easy to be like, oh, make opportunity, but it's not that easy. You know, I just wish there was, it was just more accessible because man, being able to crush this hard, I'm like able to take care of so much stress in people's lives that I care about. And y'all support me and I love it. And um, yeah, we're gonna have a guest on, I think next week. Um, I think I do have it all lined up. So appreciate you guys. Wow, fun episode. Hopefully it didn't get too weird been trying to keep it heavy on glass little bits of like tangents in between i think we're doing that so this is the what's better podcast oh i can't even talk at this point mumbling <sighs> episode 62 this is a safe way to light your joint mm. appreciate you guys have a great day see you next week where's my fucking there it is <sighs>